what is up, Venue 12 people? Hey, I have upgraded this week, and I no longer have Lucas Schrock with me, but I have another cross-country legend, you guessed it, Ian Coleman Holt is with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Um, I am a cross-country legend, so <laughs> thanks for introducing me like that. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, so we just talked about the existence for God, and I had something cool that I didn't get to talk about on stage, but can I share it here? Because I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah. Great. Thanks for your permission. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a statistics thing, and you're a statistics guy, right? Oh, so yeah. I appreciate love statistics. This. So, Ian, what are the chances of on a six-sided die rolling uh, number six? One in six. One in six. What yeah. are the odds of rolling a six twice in a row? That's a little tougher. One in 36. One in 36. And it gets even exponentially tougher from there, right? Um, I looked it up, and the chances of rolling a six-sided die the same number 60 consecutive times is one times 10 to the 55th, which is like one in a trillion, 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 trillion. Like it is next to impossible to do, right? Yeah. If you tried to sit out and do it, um, experts est estimate that it would take you like trillions of years to do it. Like it's something that yeah. just can't be done. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really cool is those same odds, one times 10 to the 55th, are about the same odds that all the systems in our universe would work out just perfectly so that we could survive here on earth. Like if, if the earth happened by chance, that's the, that's the odds that it would all work out perfectly for us, just like it is currently. And I think that's really interesting because Ian, if I sat here before you and I rolled my die, um, and we play a lot of settlers, so we know how <laughs> bad we are rolling dice. Sure. So if I rolled my die 60 times in a row and right away got 60 straight sixes, there's no way you'd be like, Oh, good job, Jordan. Like it just happened to work out that way. You'd be like, dude, that was not chance. That was rigged. You rigged those dice. That was not by accident. Some Somehow you designed it to happen that way. It'd be a classic Jordan. I mean, I don't know. It'd be a classic Jordan move to cheat at Settlers. Yes. Um, but here's the crazy thing is we see the mm. universe with the same odds. And we and there's people who say, you know what? Even though it's so unlikely, that's yeah. got to be by chance. And there's no way it's a designer to it. And yet we'll see dice and we'll be like, no, that you cheated. And it's so clear that not only the dice would be rigged in that case, but that nature was rigged. It was rigged mm. in our advantage. And uh, I just I just think that's one of the coolest evidence for, for God. I think that's really neat. And I know you're a stats guy, so I thought you'd appreciate that. Well, Jordan, like what if we're in this giant infinite universe with multiple realms, like a multiverse or something like that? And uh, that probability could exist. Like what are, uh, that's possible, right? Yeah, so we mentioned tonight about the multiverse and two things. One, that the idea of the multiverse only came up about 50 years ago after the fine-tuning argument became popular. So it was kind of just mm. an atheistic response to this Christian idea, um, kind of a desperate attempt of like, how can we get around this idea of God? Mm. And then the other thing is that even if the multiverse is true, let's say that's true, and there's millions of universes all over, like that that doesn't get rid of the need for a creator, right? There still has to be a God out there who created yeah. this thing. So I don't think the multiverse destroys our our argument for God. It only makes us stronger, actually. Um, if it wow. if it if it's true, but I don't. I mean, I don't think the multiverse is true. Maybe it is. Who knows? Um, uh, hey, another thing we talked about tonight that we wanted to chat really briefly on here about was this book, Reason for God. And Ian, you've read part of Reason for God. You've said that it's really helped. Um, you think through some questions about God. Did you want to talk for a second just about what that book has done for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of my friends, uh, I mentioned this before, are just 
they're they're really into science. They're really into the natural world and and proving things like that. Um, and I think reason for God kind of illustrates just um, you know how how there are so many reasons um, that science provides, um, and they kind of use those to combat uh, that God exists. But guys, that's not the case. Um, it's not a science versus religion um, and Christianity debate. Um, you know, there's there is uh, there's a God out there. That's what I believe. Um, but you know, for people who don't believe that, um, I, I think they they cling on to those scientific things and and um, just disbelieve God because of those. And and I think there's um, just something to be said that that those two aren't opposites. And then reason for God just does a really good job, I think, of of showing the many opinions that people have and um, just showing how God could exist with those things. Um, and so I would really encourage you guys to read it. Um, I would love to read it with you um, and, and just kind of talk through it with you. And I'm, I'm sure other people would as well. Um, yeah, but it's really been a big part of my life and, and a big part of my discipleship as well. Excellent. Yeah, we've both been through that book in some, some form or fashion and think it's really helpful. So if you would like to read that book, if it sounds interesting to you and you'd like someone to go through it with, I would do it with you. I know Ian would do it with you. Um, I know there's other leaders who would do that too. So if you're interested in that book, please let us know, man. We would love to get that for you and, and talk about it with you because there's lots of good stuff in there. So Ian, we got to end on a challenge. I think our challenge yep. for this week is that students would, instead of walking around and just being kind of like afraid that someone would ask them about God, yep. um, that they would actually walk around and be praying for that exact thing to happen. Like, Lord, please let me have a conversation about you today because we can be confident that that he is real, that he exists, that we have science on our side, that we have logical reasoning and common sense on our side. And now you have these three arguments, the cosmological, the fine-tuning, and the moral argument kind of in your pocket if you want to have a conversation. And just like Ian said, it's not to have arguments with people. It's just to start conversations. Mm -hmm. And just like you heard him say on stage how they were useful for him too. So encourage you guys to do all that stuff this week. So yep. Ian, anything to close us out, man? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing to close us out. Well, <laughs> we'll work on the closeout. But guys, we were glad you're with us, and we'll see you next week.